David, thank you again for being with me today. You you look very similar to the last time I saw you. Yeah, another week older. Another another day closer to putting this body back in the dirt. Well, good freedom. Yeah, well, yeah. not not freedom. Just just trying to do as much good on this planet as uh, as I can before I have to go. You know, leave it leave it a little better place. Well, good. Well, that's why we're here today with our intention to make the world a little bit a better place, intending some love. Yep, exactly. Well, I have a question for you today, and it revolves around what are we going to do? And you told me uh, something that your teacher told me that was very helpful, and it was heart, head, hands, the the triple H. Right. Explain explain how that works and how it's just a wonderful way to do life. It's kind of the, the easy way to do life. So it's kind of the owner's manual for being in a human body. You know, it, it's we're not human. Not the way everybody thinks we're human, but we're pieces of God having a human experience. So once you understand that that's the real reality that you're that you're a piece of god having a human experience then the next question is well how do you uh how do you how do you operate that vehicle in the most efficient manner the where we get in trouble as pieces of god having a human experience is we're getting um information from from basically two basic levels you're getting information from the human body that you're dwelling in, which is very, very loud and demanding, your hunger, your fear, your attachments, all that's just information really, really loud, uh, vying for your attention. And then you have the information from uh, from your spirit self, your, your part of you that's a part of God. And that's a little quieter. It's a quieter source of information. So that's... Uh, a uh, classic way of describing is is that little voice, that little prompting from your heart and your conscience, right? So you could say the voice of God within you. It, it's quieter. It's it doesn't yell and scream. You know, it's like classically. Uh, and I've asked this question all over the world, right? You ever did you ever hear that little voice? Well, you ever want to do something, and the little voice says, "I don't do it." Everybody goes, "Yeah." I go, "You ever do it anyway?" Everybody goes, "Yeah." I go, "How's it turned out?" Everybody says the same thing. Doesn't turn out good, right? And then what do we say to ourselves? Ah, oh, should have listened. Should have listened to what? What is that? That's almost never wrong, right? So that is your true self, or the self that that lives beyond the physical body. It's your the piece of you that's a piece of God. So that's that's the confusion is we're getting we're getting information from two basically different sources one is uh you could say of the body of the ego and the other one is of your true self and when you listen to that little voice it usually turns out good telling you not to do something you plan on doing or doing something that maybe you'd be a little hesitant to do like you're on your way to work and you see some poor little Homeless lady pushing her cart, she can't get it up on the curb out of the road. And the promptings in your heart and your conscience, they stop and help her, right? And you, you immediately, your 
physical self, well, I, I'm really late for work. I can't stop. I should be all right. There'll be somebody to help her. And and you continue to drive on, but yet there's a part of you that bothers you the whole time, right? Conversely, if you pull over safely, right, and you go help her, the joy that you feel could last all day, right? So that's that's basically it. So hardhead hands is the basic instructions on using the vehicle you find yourself in as a piece of God. So hardhead hands basically shorthand for stop and listen to the promptings of your heart where your high self or divinity can connect your consciousness or is your consciousness. Then once you get the what to do from the heart, then you go up to the head, the brain, the intellect with all the information on the best way to do it. And then hands means you, you physically execute it in the real world. When I used to teach teenage boys, I'd give them the example. I say, okay, just say you and your buddy are out in a rowboat in the middle of a lake and neither one of you can swim. And he falls in. If you do head hands, your head goes, well, I can't swim. There's no point in both of us drowning. And and he drowns, right? If you do heart hands, your heart says, help him. And you jump in and you both drown, right? So if you do hard head hands, your heart says, help him. So now the heart goes to its uh, earthly counselor, the head, and say, well, what's the best way to do this? And the head goes, well, you can't swim. Don't jump in. Reach out with an oar or throw them a flotation device or a rope or whatever, and you both go home safely. So that that's the way to operate the human vehicle you find yourself in as a piece of God. You turn to the heart for what's right. Then once you determine the course you need to take, then you go to the head, which under the direction of the heart operates properly, and we'll give you information on how to do it uh, um, in a workable way, and then you physically execute it, right? So that's just the general owner's manual on how to operate as a piece of God in a human body, mm. right? Now, that gets more and more efficient as you purify your heart, right? And purifying your heart, to me, is as you contemplate the oneness of all things that all of it is God and you're that's a part of you as you contemplate that intellectually and begin to feel more and more the truth of it and you feel more and more connected to all other things then the heart gets more pure and as your heart purifies you can hear more clearly the promptings of your high self your eternal self or God <clears throat> Yeah, let, let, let me interrupt right there because I think it's an important distinction because of the, the intention that we have is the primary concern. And as your heart purifies, it's giving you different promptings as, as your same intention, right? Love, love God, love people, but the promptings may change as you purify your heart. How does that work? Is intention the most important thing? I think it's a matter of sweeping away uh, illusions, right? So if if you don't believe 
in that everything is a piece of God and we're all part of that oneness, then uh, I think it's hard to hear the, the more pure promptings of your heart to stop and help because it may be more easily diluted with incorrect concepts being uh, um, brought forth by your mind. Like, you know, that person probably just deserved that. Why sh should I help? You know, why, why should I get involved? That's so, right. and, and I think part of purifying your heart, and like I said, for me, what worked best is contemplating the concept of the oneness of all things. So as you start to contemplate the concept of the oneness of all things, I think you can hear the promptings from your high self more clearly because um, it's not so easily swept away by misunderstandings from your mind. And this is, this is what I find many times I can tell when it's the voice of God within me because immediately my mind wants to uh, block it immediately. Yeah. So you get that, those, those pure promptings from your high self. Uh, many times it's it comes at a, at a cost, a cost of your time, a cost of your money, a cost of your uh, position, cost of your standing with others, because many times it's going to ask you to do something that um, may not be popular. It, it may not be easy. It may not be simple. It may not be inexpensive, right? I mean, just let, let's just say you, you keep $100 as a emergency fund in your wallet and you're uh, getting ready to go to work or you're at work and some guy in the parking lot just comes up to you and goes, listen, you got, you got a few cents you can loan me. I'm, I'm really struggling right now. You know, I, I need to whatever. And <clears throat> your heart prompts you to give him the hundred. <laughs> You know, your mind's going to come up with all kinds of stuff like, you know, but but the thing is, the thing is, when it's God, you can ask two, three, four times, and the answer will come out the same. It's not from your mind. It's that feeling deep in your heart, like, help, help, help. And your mind's really going, you know, I la la la, I didn't hear that right. I, I think I got 50 cents in the glove box and. Or, you know, uh, he's probably just a drug addict or whatever. You know, you can you can always tell when it's God because it's asking you to be your best self. And immediately your mind is going to struggle with you. <clears throat> right. And um, and as you purify your heart, you begin to now be able to differentiate the information that's coming to your consciousness by the frequency of it. Right. God has, it's always a very high frequency. God is always going to bring peace. God is always going to ask you to do what's good and right and fair and decent. It's always, it has a high frequency to it. And as you purify your heart, I guess you can say in some ways you're, you're clearing lower frequencies out from your heart and it just becomes more and more and more apparent to you when it's, it is divinity or your high self prompting you. <clears throat> So I think that's the big thing with purifying the heart. It just becomes, you, you, when when you first start, all your mind and your and your fears and your attachments and 
all that's mixed in with the messages that you're getting from your heart. And it's maybe a little harder to uh, differentiate, but it's really interesting because I heard uh, some uh, Christian broadcasting and, and the guy had said something and I thought, that's exactly it. He goes, yeah, he says, it's been on my arm, not in my heart. It's been, it's been on my heart to do this thing. It's been on my heart. And I thought, yeah, that's it. That's it. When it's God, it's on your heart. Now, at first, you may let it percolate for months or years before you do something about it. But as you get better and better at it, you can respond within seconds. And as you get better and better at responding rapidly, you become a more and more useful tool for divinity in the world. Because there may be times you got a 10-second window to respond. And if you haven't learned to trust that voice and respond to it quickly, that opportunity is gone. That opportunity is gone. I, I, I heard this one guy, he's an old guy, and he goes, he goes, I never wear a seatbelt. He goes, but I was driving along one day, and I felt so strongly put on your seatbelt. He goes, and I did. A, f a few seconds later, car came from across the street and slammed into him broadside. It would have killed him if he didn't have it on. Right? Wow. So... It's uh, learning to respond quicker and quicker. Then you become more and more useful to God to use you. And, and, you know, I mean, you've heard some, maybe, maybe haven't, maybe haven't, some, some really um, real Christians, real Christians that are really connected with God. And God may tell them, drive over to this place and park in that parking lot. And, and it's like, all right and they go and just then some poor homeless person walks by and and uh then they're prompted go and go and tell them that god loves them right and you go tell them and, and they burst out crying because they were just getting ready to go kill themselves right so once you as you begin to purify your heart and sincerely open yourself up to being a hand of god in the world it just is amazing but the part that, that I haven't said is not only is it amazing to be part of this much, much bigger picture, giving you a sense of really your, your life takes on a much greater value, but to feel the joy of letting God move through you. It's just, uh, it's like when you do stop and help somebody and you feel that joy all day. Yeah, the more you get good at, at being that, hand of God in the world, the more it's just incredible. And it just opens up a whole dimension, right? When that dimension closes up, life is so boring. Just God, you're just, you're just dragging through life. Like there's gotta be more. Yeah. And when that dimension opens up, it just starts becoming like magic. Life just starts becoming just mad every day. Every day is magic in some way. So there can never be really any um, selfless service because it's always for the self, right? I'm, I'm, I'm getting intrinsic value from loving service. Well, so if you're doing it because you want, uh, if you're doing it because you want this experience, and this is the trap of, the, I see a lot of new age people, they're chasing experiences, They'll do some breathing technique or meditation because they want this amazing cosmic consciousness. That's pure ego. That's a huge stumbling block from it happening. 
But if your intention is correct, which is, God, I see the suffering in the world and you have brought so much joy and love into my heart. Can I be of some service to help bring it to others? And when you do it with a pure heart, right, then that opens you once again to your high self. I think I've mentioned it before, that one of the most powerful ways to attune to your high self or divinity is hold the intention for the good of the other. And and if it's mixed in with uh, that you want something for yourself, it blunts it to a certain extent, and then that's between you and God, how how much that's going to blunt it. But the more you learn to just operate from that pure heart out of love, the more powerful it becomes. It just becomes more. And, and then you don't, it's not so much then you're doing it for to feel good as you're doing it because when you operate in harmony with love, you feel good right and you just it's it's like coming home it's like coming home it's like yeah this peace this joy what i'm feeling is is what i've been looking for my whole life mm -hmm. so yes you know you benefit from it but your main intent is you're grateful to god for the peace and joy and blessings you have and, and you sincerely wish to share it at some level mm. yeah the the frequency paying attention to your frequency uh, which the, our feelings is our is an indicator of our frequency, right? Our, how how we how we can tell is is my frequency rising? Is my frequency falling? Well, yeah. you feel it. That's how that's the indicator. You feel it, yeah. My teacher would say he goes he goes these are sacred feelings. That feeling of joy, that feeling of peace, that feeling of love, that feeling of courage in in the face of difficulties. Those are those are he calls it sacred free uh, sacred feelings, which our high frequency energy as it moves through this human mechanism we experience uh we experience it as feelings right so exactly oh. exactly right when you go to do something just check check the, check the frequency like, yeah, we, go ahead we could have someone that has no idea what you're talking about like you're saying like oneness what are you talking about i'm just trying to do the, i'm just trying to do the best i can right. and that person can still uh check their feelings and and feel the feeling of whatever goodness or it, like for me it's very simple of an expanding flowing feeling versus a contracting protective feeling and i can tell my resonance changing uh accordingly up up or down yeah and it's even simpler than that you know you can you can ask a little kid if you're trying to teach them about listening to god it's i said well did you ever do something mean to your friend? Yeah. How did you feel? Bad. Did you ever do something kind for your friend? Yeah. How'd that feel? Felt good. All right. It's that simple. Right? Yeah. So when you when you do stop and help for no other reason that it's needed, right? And see how you feel. Everybody, everybody, well, almost everybody's done something like that in their life when they did something good for its own sake. And yeah. everybody has done something probably where it's just out of meanness. How do you feel? Right. One, you feel really good. The other feel really bad. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just that simple. Then as you begin to turn your awareness inward and start paying attention, well, then it's subtle. Then you don't need these huge, big shifts to notice it. You can just shift your intention slightly. Let's just say you're, you're dealing with a problem and you think of the solution and just feel how that feels. Yeah. 
if it doesn't feel right, eh, it's not the highest solution. But many times, and you go, well, how about this? And that, until finally you come on a solution where that feels the best of all the things you've It's like, okay, that's a good place to start. I want to share something with you, uh, an image, because there is uh, there is another part of going from feeling bad to feeling bad, but it's still progression. And I think a lot of us get in these places, and this is, this is from uh, David Hawkins. He's a guy that experienced oneness with God and a lot of really fun stuff. And anyway, his, his level of consciousness is, I don't know if, if you've ever seen this. No. Uh, but he basically explains all of these experiences as just a frequency yeah. and shame being at the bottom and guilt being a higher frequency and above that apathy, above that grief. And the frequency keeps on rising and rising and rising pride until it gets to what he calls courage, which is uh, basically the part that lets go of, uh, of my own separate entity being the main i'm trying to gain my my entity i'm trying to gain over here and it requires taking from over there like that's the 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 line to step across and then it goes into higher levels it in this model someone could be he's he says someone could be in shame and really not not eat like completely checked out of life and he realized that uh, he was a psychotherapist. He realized when people start to cry, which is more like grief, they would start to eat. And he's like, oh, wow, there's there's progression here. And and it, I bring this up just to say uh, there's a lot of us that maybe in a place where we don't, we can't really say, well, this is good and that's bad. That, that simpleness, I, I don't really know even how to define good because all I can feel is bad. But yet there's still some progress when it comes to raising our frequency, maybe good compared to where I was at. I don't know if I'm going in the right direction. I don't know if I'm doing good. Is is God love me? Am I doing the right thing? How do I how do I progress when I'm stuck in the dregs? You know, like that. What yeah. comes up for you? Well, the biggest thing that I would say is um, I remember Edgar Casey said uh, that the um, uh, the foundation of sin is self right but i'd say self not even selfishness but just turned your awareness primarily to your own self so and this is what i find for uh, many people that are stuck in being unhappy their concern is primarily themselves always Right. And I even heard it put that actually shyness is just uh, to a great extent, just a just self um, just being fixated on self. You know, well, how, how am I appearing to this person? Or how do I look? You know, you know, self, self, self. Whereas if you turn your awareness outward and put your interest on the other person, it's like, well, this 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 person looks interesting. Let me let me find out about them. Then that shyness starts to dissipate. So a lot of times it's it's turned your all your your uh, concern is turned to yourself. The moment you start becoming concerned for another, it's like yeah, my life sucks. You know, I'm miserable, I'm broke, but this poor bastard here is worse than me. Let me, you know, I got half a pizza crust. Yeah, that's ten days old, right? And I'm crying that's all i got to eat this guy don't even have that let me give him half of my pizza crust 
and immediately starts to raise your frequency and you start moving now whether that chart is actually accurate to me doesn't matter the principle is correct that as you raise your frequency of consciousness you start moving out of the negative feelings and start moving into the positive feelings but the the real secret i think for that is other turn your concern to others i mean okay yeah maybe you have it bad but if you just sit there and dwell on how bad your life is you're never going to feel any better but on the other hand if you look around and see somebody who doesn't even have a, that dried pizza crust and give them half of yours you'll immediately start raising your your frequency and start to feel better so it's it's like the right hand path left hand path as it's described in uh, law of one service to self or service to others and that's to me just a real simple way of saying where are you directing your your effort right mm -hmm. so service to self is turning it within for self as self service to others is turning it outside of yourself uh and that's the right hand path and to me that another way of describing that is expansion of consciousness beginning to experience god outside of yourself as other mm. right whereas left hand path is con contraction of your consciousness searching for god as self and power right so so that's to me just a, a kind of a simple way of understanding it and the problem when i see people that are unhappy and trying to cure their hap uh, unhappiness a lot of times it's still self 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 which you know I, when i hear people say well you know i got to learn to take care of myself i got to learn to you know it's like okay well you do have to take care of yourself right but but you're not going to find the happiness you're looking for I call him Guru John Wooden, right? The most winning college basketball coach in the history of basketball coaches. And he had a saying, I call him Guru John Wooden because because some of the things he said, but one of the things that I loved, he says, happiness begins where selfishness ends. It's just that simple. It's just really that simple. Happiness begins where selfishness ends. So you can say, well, the ultimate selfishness is unselfishness. Well, yeah, but it basically, basically, what you're doing is you're you're tuning to your divinity within yourself, and that's what brings you joy. So you realize, more unselfish I am, the happier I am. Well, it's a a divine unselfishness that gives you your joy. But but you have to really the intention is you truly truly want to be of some service to others that don't have it as good as you. <laughs> so do you think that it equates then since it's all about frequency and i can raise my frequency by being more concerned about others than about preserving or uh you know taking care of my separate self uh would it it does it equate that frequency rises when the intention to love when there's intention to to love is that a direct equation well so this is my experience is the most powerful immediate way to connect to higher levels of my own consciousness is turn my intention intention to the good of others the moment i do that instantly it's it raises my frequency and it's almost like it opens up a channel to to higher levels of my consciousness yeah it's it's that intention of so, the good or service to others. 
Now, my concepts get me going in all different directions. I, I my my mind comes up with the, the wildest things, uh, and you know, like uh, Krishna had said, the fruit of our labor is not is not ours, or something like that. I'm butchering the quote. Uh, is is intention and results completely unrelated? As well, far as like frequency, well, frequency so, so you have to. What Krishna talked about is one of the most powerful methods of liberation, which is a whole uh, episode on itself, right? But one of the most powerful methods is dedicate all actions to God and don't take any of the fruit of the action. Okay, so without going into a huge long discourse into that, you, you can't do that mentally. You have to do that at a heart, emotional level. And, and the way you do it is listen to the promptings of divinity from within you and doing it and then be completely unconcerned with whether people say thank you or f you whether it works or it doesn't work that's the fruit that's taking the fruit of the action is being concerned with blame or praise or even outcome it's learning to listen to the promptings of divinity within you and doing it for the joy of attuning to that frequency. It's when you now connect it to how people respond or whether it works or not. Now that's what screws it up. And that's the human trap because it's, it's the just, attachment of it, right? That's the human trap. That's very, very human to attach your action to the results right or the, the 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 reaction of people and if you do that you you basically for lack of a better term you you hitch your karma to their karma and you'll get liberated when everyone else <laughs> when everybody's liberated you'll you'll get liberated but the way to be liberated at your own pace is to learn to manifest this high frequency consciousness for the joy of manifesting high frequency consciousness it's very much like the sun shines because it's its nature to shine it doesn't stop and ask you well listen i've been shining on you now for a long time what uh what are you giving me in return it doesn't do that it shines because it's its nature to shine yeah. our true nature is to radiate love to all beings everywhere uh, then the human trap is then to ex expect the return, to be taking the fruit of that. So that's the trap. So if you can learn to attune high frequency consciousness by holding the intent for the good of the other, whether it's one other or the whole world or universe, right? And then be completely unconcerned with what comes back. Find that you're, that the, the joy that you feel to hold that frequency and manifest it into the physical reality is enough. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. And we're right on time. Well, almost on time. Right on time. I can't, I can't stop you talking, man. Get going on God. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, David. You're right, brother. a beautiful man. Let's do it again. All right, brother. And listen, once again, our intention here is to just get this information out there because we're at a very critical point in the uh history of this planet that it's it's turning on frequency of consciousness so you have those that need to turn it to the left hand path they're doing their very very best and they're pretty good those that want to turn it to the right hand path and doing their best so we're trying to just put our little bit 
a little bit in on the scale, try to tip it in the in the direction. Yeah, it's in the direction of high consciousness. Because if we can tip the planet in high consciousness, we're heading into a golden age. If it goes the other way, it's not going to be a lot of fun. So we're just trying to do our little bit and uh, bread on the water, man. Just toss it out there and let God bring it to whoever is needing it. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Amen.